Welcome to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast where seeing things differently inspires limitless possibilities. The Limitless podcast was created in order to inform, educate, entertain, and share stories from within the blind and partially sighted community that show that the opportunities for those who are blind or partially sighted are truly limitless. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce you to your host, the founder of Blind Beginnings, Sean Marcelet. Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are talking about an exciting new program we launched this summer called the Limitless Life Skills Camp for Teens. And my co-host today is Keisha. Hi, Keisha. Hi. Always good to be back. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for being here. So, Keisha, you helped with this life skills camp. Are you as excited to talk about it as I am? Absolutely. It was such a, it was, it has a deep place in my heart, this camp, just because of the very principle of it, which we'll get right into soon here. Yes. But with us today are two participants in our first ever life skills camp for teens. We have Ella, who's been with us before, and we have a first timer, Tom. Welcome Ella and Tom. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. So let's start by introducing ourselves to our listeners. So um, if you want to share how your age and your level of vision and um, why did you want to participate in a life skills camp? Ella, why don't you go first? Sure. I'm Ella. I'm 20 years old. I know kind of old, but yeah. Um, I have been completely blind since I was born. I have light perception in one eye, but that's it. I can tell if, you know, if the light's on or off, if the sun's out, but that's it. And the reason I want to attend this life skills camp is because, you know, independent living skills have always been a bit of a challenge to learn. Like, I think just, just feeling like I'll be able to learn all those skills and just, you know just it's just something that I I just haven't always been totally sure about because um although I do try to get my parents sometimes to encourage me to help um some they sometimes feel that you know I've had my parents sometimes be like oh this is gonna be too hard for you you can't do this or whatever and that you know and so I felt that maybe by attending a camp like this I might come away with at least some inspiration or motivation or even some skills that and some ideas that will help me in the future. So that's essentially why I attended the camp. Awesome. Tom, how about you? Tell us about you. Um, okay. I'm Tom and I have RMP. I'm on I'm part of the RMP group. In yeah, my you... beginnings, and um, I am thirteen, and I um probably the the thing that uh wanted on uh, like I heard about the independent living skills camp, and I wanted to join because I think I just started high school this year. And I was, like, officially becoming a teenager. And, like, I think, um, I, I thought well, um, that, like, learning independent living skills uh, will be important um, for me in high school and, like, helping around the house and s- stuff like that. 
So Keisha, you mentioned earlier that uh, this program is close to your heart. So tell me why you were excited that we were doing this program. So as as a lot of people know, I have uh, a history with blind beginnings because I have history with being blind. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, surprise. And, <laughs> and, um, and I just always think like, I mean, I... I uh, thankfully had like my my mom was pretty good at teaching me uh, a lot of the independent life skills that I needed to know um, to be successful as an adult out in the world but I, I I've encountered a lot of you know um, people in my travels of life who are you know visually impaired and and whatnot and and don't have um, that same haven't had that same experience or they're they're struggling in in certain aspects of independent life skills and even even growing up like my mom did the best she could but there are still times where like I you know it's always great to have a mentor or a role model who is blind who's doing who's doing life and who's you know doing all the things all these things life skills and working a job and all these just you know things that everybody does (laughs) And so I was just really excited to kind of get in, um, get in up close and personal, kind of helping spread the the knowledge of how to do these practical skills, and just seeing um, these awesome youth just coming from you know some some you know limited knowledge or or very little life skills knowledge or or maybe you know moderate and just coming leaps and bounds, so willing to try so willing to learn. And I just, I don't know, it, it made me think, just feel really grateful to be part of the process and also just to, to help make this more prevalent knowledge. It was mm-hmm. really awesome. Yeah. Uh, so does somebody want to describe the program to those folks who weren't there, which is the majority of the people listening? Um, Ella, how would you describe the life skills camp? Like what we did and how it went? I think it was very important. It was very educational, but it was also fun at the same time we spent. So basically in the mornings, um, we would go to a high school's home economics kitchen and we would make we would make lunch there. Um, on the first day we made pizza, which was, you know, simpler since we, you know, it was mainly just, you know, we there was like pre-made dough and we just, you know, put the toppings on and we baked it. The second day we made quesadillas and the third day we made lasagna. And yeah, lasagna was definitely the most involved because we also, you know, we had to like cook the sauce and stuff. So I would say, you know, that was basically the morning. On the first two days, we kind of had, did in sort of an exercise. It was fun where um, we were split into two groups and one group would cook dinner for the you know, to serve kind of everybody. And so group one went the first day and group two went the second day. And, you know, um, and the group that wasn't cooking kind of spent the afternoon maybe learning other skills such as like cleaning the washrooms or um, doing laundry. And we also covered some other skills such as sweeping and taking out the garbage and making beds and on those and those sorts of skills and then the evenings were mainly spent playing like entertaining ourselves and playing board games so that was you know it was a good mixture of learning and fun I would say oh that was a perfect description well done thank you 
Okay. So I am curious, um, Tom and Ella, before coming to the life skills camp, how much do you do around the house? Do you do chores? Do you cook? Do you do laundry? Or did you, I should say, Tom, how about you? Honestly, I um don't really do chores around the house. Like we, me and my uh, family don't have anything like chores or anything. When I came back from the independent living skills camp, it, it kind of like got me wondering why we don't have chores and why do my parents not give me and my siblings some like chores around the house. Right. And uh, now, now I, um, I kind of like when um, my parents just like call on, um, call me to like help them with something. I um, straight away, like uh, say on, um, yeah. Um, how can I help? Um, and like, um because I know how to do those stuff and um, uh, because of the that camp like on um, every time that on um, my mom would ask me to on um, like help her on um, organizing my laundry in my room and and I would say um yeah mommy dearest um I <laughs> uh, I can I can sure help you with that all right. So you're helping out more now? You're offering? Yeah, I'm offering. And I didn't get the chance to cook yet, but like I'm hoping I'll get the chance to soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you weren't, most of the stuff you learned at the camp was new to you then? Yeah. Okay. Ella, how about you? I would say for me, before this camp, I was already doing some things, but like I was washing the dishes. I've been doing that for quite a few years by this point now. I could I could put away my own laundry. Um, I could um, I could I took cooking class in high school, so I did learn some things there, but I never really use them at home. It's um, part of it is because um, um, part of it is that um, I, I'd say there's just a lot, there's like a huge disconnect between the type of cooking that I'm wanting to do and the type of cooking that I would learn to do in school or even in a, at life skills camp. Because for someone like me, I'm more interested in learning to chop vegetables and cook them in on, on the stove than baking a, you know, baking a lasagna. So it's just, I would say for me, part of it is just there's just a bit of a disconnect in the skills. I would say that, um, I would say with cooking, I'd say my biggest weakness was like cooking on the stovetop. And I think um, going to that camp and at, doing it at camp did help a bit. But I think, you know, that's just something that is going to need a lot of practice. I'm, I already know that I'm, I'm decent at chopping vegetables, but it turns out that, again, I can't, like just it just it takes me longer than for someone who is sighted at this point and so my mom isn't my mom's comfortable having me wash like now that the camp is over I'm she's now comfortable like having me wash vegetables and like maybe cook the rice but just actually chopping vegetables I can do it but it's just because it's gonna take too long so she hasn't let me do that yet and then laundry oh 
the other thing, the other things that I think were that I was more interested in learning was cleaning the bathrooms and sweeping. I have not done those things yet at home, aside from like one attempt to wipe the counters. But the fact that I now know or have an idea of how I should approach these things, I think is wonderful because I think that my parents wouldn't really have any idea that I could clean the washrooms or do sweeping at all. And I think these are the things in particular that my dad felt that would be too hard for me so I'm glad that I got to try those things out at camp and oh yeah taking out the garbage same deal but yeah that's my situation okay um Keisha has there ever been a situation where there was something that you wanted to do and your parents or your mom was was like "Mm, I'll just do it because I can do it faster I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions on how someone could handle that if their parents like, oh, it's just faster if I do it. So that definitely has happened because every everybody's, uh, you know, family has been in a rush. You know, everybody's family has been maybe having a crankier day or something, right? Or like, they're just like, ah, I can do it. I've even done it to other people where I'm like, no, I, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it real quick. It's going to be, it's going to be great. <laughs> but it's not, it's not like it, for learning, not always the greatest. Um, but I think one thing that my, that we've done that has been good in the past is like just having, having a time set aside. That's like, okay, maybe right now, you know, it's, it's, you know, the evening and, and mom's tired and trying to get everything done and before bed and blah, blah, blah. Like back when I was growing up at home, but maybe we take a little bit of time on, on us, you know, Saturday night uh, when nothing much is going on. And it's like, then she would maybe take a bit more time to demonstrate, or maybe I would have to ask, like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, now that we have a bit more time um, and, you know, we're not doing anything too crazy. Do you mind showing me that thing again? Um, you know, whatever it may be, the, whatever task it may be, it's like, uh, do you mind showing me that uh, now that we have a little bit of time for me to kind of learn a little bit more hands-on um, and just kind of like a more descriptive thing. And then, and then as time goes on, um, actually, yeah, you know what, I even utilize the skill, this, this practice to this day. It's like, you know, if my, if my partner or a friend is like, it's, it's going to take too long. I'm going to get it done. Then we'll, we'll focus a little bit of time on it later. And then just kind of, um, I'll take a little bit of time after that. Maybe I'll even take notes or maybe I'll just, you know, really pay attention during that one time that they show me. And then I will try to, to practice it when I can um, mm-hmm. at, a, at a different time. Maybe it's making my own dinner or whatever. Maybe it's um, doing my own replant, like, you know, replanting potting plants or something, you know, something. <laughs> I'm just trying to think mm-hmm. of something I've been learning recently that's, yeah. So, I think that's, that might be a good thing to try. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Like, okay. If, if you can't show me right now, how about on the weekend, you know, can I help you make dinner on Sunday night? And, and I, I really want to learn how to chop those vegetables and maybe, yeah, I know it's hard when you're uh, raising a family and, and you're a parent and there's, it's hard to fit all the things in and it's overwhelming and there's lots to do and, (laughs) yeah but yeah it's also hard to be that young adult who doesn't know how to do the things that the your sighted peers do so and another thing too is i mean i'm I'm, um i'm not saying this is the be all end all way but sometimes if i can't find someone to teach me um in my house or whatever you know my 
my close people aren't aren't available or whatever it's sometimes it just might be a case of doing some research for myself or you know that sort of thing um mm -hmm. I mean that's obviously not like the easiest way to learn how to cook um right. <laughs> reading it online like oh yeah okay great but it can help with other stuff sometimes yes Okay. So Tom and Ella, what was the most challenging aspect of the, of the camp for you? What was the hardest thing? I would say the one thing that I didn't fully do on my own, I would say is cooking on the stove and also just taking and just emptying the pan out because the pan is kind of heavy. And so just trying to coordinate, just trying to hold a heavy pot with one hand while trying to get the contents out with the other that's mm. something that is going to be hard to coordinate. So if I had, if I, if, if I could say there was one thing that was hard, it's probably that. And that's, and the only reason I say it is because I, I had assistance while I was doing those things. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think when I was making, when it was just chopping and everything else, I was, I, I didn't, I didn't need as much help. Okay. Even if, even if, you know, even if at home, my mom would expect me to be much faster, mm -hmm. which isn't possible right now probably because like you know I think one of the challenges at least with chopping vegetables in particular is that you know everything needs to be you know depending on what you're making you have to cut it a certain way and if and when you're blind you're not you're like how are you supposed to do this and so it, it just I think it just takes longer for you just to process that you might you might you might you'll you know how to use a knife but you don't you know you're like, what shape should this be? And how big should I cut this? And so you're going to spend time. It's going to take longer. So anyway. Yeah. And partly that's experience and partly that's preference too. Exactly. Like some people like a chunkier vegetable in their stir fry or their salad. And some people like it to be smaller and more bite-sized. So yeah. What about you, Tom? What was the most challenging thing for you? I don't really have a challenging aspect of the camp. Was there ever a moment where you felt nervous, like putting taking something out of the oven, or I don't know? Um, no, I yeah. had oven mitts. Yeah, so okay. I was on on like I I remember when like on I, I was nervous at home taking on something out of the oven mm. on because I didn't have actual oven mitts. <gasps> I had like those pot holders uh, yeah, uh, yeah cloth hol uh, holders and i um, my dad uh, my dad was like just use those and then i was like eh, i'm not so sure uh, <laughs> yeah i'm like um yeah so may i speak a little bit to this of course uh, from what i saw yeah um not, not about ella or tom but i i was working with a few different other youth who attended and I got to uh, see how they did things and it was really cool and everybody was learning lots. And I know that one um, one of the youth was uh, really challenged, but like found the stove top really scary mm -hmm. um, because it's hot and it's like, you know, it, it might seem a little unpredictable when it's your first time kind of, or your, one of your first times using it. And I just remember, you know, telling them it's okay. You know, well, we have the strategies to make sure we don't touch it or anything like that and by the end of it um they were so excited that they had conquered this fear of of being near the stovetop and i just oh, i thought that was really neat to watch that happen like as they learned more and they got more comfortable with the stove they got really quite 
considerably less afraid. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds amazing. When I say hard, I'm like, I'm thinking this is just a shameless plug for our baking program. We have a virtual <laughs> baking with blind beginnings program. And in September we, we made pancakes and I am a fully grown adult who has never, who had never made pancakes until a couple weeks ago and flipping those pancakes was darn hard. Might I add it is hard. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the most, you know, challenging moment I can think of in the kitchen that I've had for a long time, but by the end of it, cause if you have to make an entire batch of pancakes, you get lots of practice. I, I had it, I had it figured out, but the first couple it was, it was stressful. I was, you know, the first pancake was a disaster. Everybody tells me that everybody's first pancake is a disaster. Um, <laughs> the second one was like a little better. Third, I thought uh, it gave me false confidence. The third one, I kind of flipped it onto the edge of the pan a little bit. So, you know, had to deal with that. And so, yeah, it might not have been like, I'm super impressed, Tom, if nothing was hard. Because <laughs> I think learning new things is hard. It's like, it's uncomfortable. It's, oh, I haven't done this before. I don't know what it feels like. Ella, you mentioned like pouring contents from a pot into something or onto, you know, out of the pot. Yeah, that is challenging. Take some Just coordination. This, this morning at breakfast, I had that very problem where I made eggs in the pan. It's like, try to pour them into the bowl. And I can't, like, I'm trying to light it up as best I can, but it's hard. Like, that is hard, Ella. Yeah, both your hands are occupied. <laughs> And so there's no way to feel what you're doing. Yeah, that's what makes it hard. You know, mm -hmm. I think as a sighted person, you, you can see where you're aiming. So you, you feel safer. But like, I think when you're blind, I think your hands are more likely to tremble a little bit because you don't know what you're you don't know for you can't be 100 percent sure where you're aiming because you can't feel it. And this is like, OK, pouring water is pretty easy by comparison. But when you're trying to get when you're trying to get vegetables out of a pan into a plate. Mm -hmm. you know, that's yep. much harder. Also, you worked so hard to make those vegetables. You want them to land on the plate and not on the <laughs> counter or on the floor, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tom, you mentioned that you've been helping out a little bit more around the house since you came back from the program. What has the reaction been from your family? Are they surprised? Are they impressed? Are they, how are they reacting? My uh my mom always like appre um, appreciates when uh when I just like come and like willingly help her on right. um, um, because like my my little sister and uh brother but like on um, my mom like has to chase them around kinda like uh, <laughs> see like a couple of times come come and um, help me with laundry or, and, and like, um, for me, it's just takes on um, once on um, one call and that's, um, and I'm helping her. It doesn't take mm -hmm. a lot of asking mm -hmm. um, for me to help on her. So, uh, so I know she's, um, uh, appreciates that. Like I told, um, I told my parents when, uh, on, when I came back from the camp that like okay um I learned a lot of independent living skills on um, in this camp so um um I could help you more around the house and they were like um yeah great that's 
Uh, that's wonderful. So you you said at the beginning that you kind of questioned, like, why don't we do chores? <laughs> Have you asked oh, for yeah. some chores? During the, um, like, now that the year has started, I'm, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, busy because of high school. So I'm, like, I'm not, uh, not like, I don't want uh, while. I don't want I'm, too many chores. <laughs> yeah, um, while I'm getting uh, settled to my schedule and, like. Yes. Um, uh, and so I didn't, um, I don't want to ask for chores right now. Um, but like as soon as maybe on on further like on uh, during the year, I, I I should probably on um, ask my parents for s- some chores. Uh, and say be like, um, hey, you you don't have to uh, do everything around the house. I could do this. I can do that. I uh, yeah, and offer them the opportunity for me to help. Like it, it feels when it's new, it feels, it feels like a lot. And so adjusting to school and adjusting to learn, you know, some of these tasks around the house, but the more you do them now, the, the more automatic they will feel when you are an adult and you have to juggle working or university and chores, right? Keisha. (laughs) 100%. Um, so I, and I was also just thinking too, when I was younger and maybe there was a new tour that had been introduced that I like my family, like I hadn't done before with my family, but I I observed it happening a lot of times. I tried it out. Um, but maybe my mom hadn't asked me to do it yet, but, but I knew how it worked. Like sometimes it's as a parent, I, I imagine it might be quite nice if, if you, if you know how to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. If the garbage needs to be taken out, take it out. Yeah. <laughs> If you notice the dishwasher's clean, unload it. Yeah. <laughs> Parents love that stuff. Yep. Totally. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to other blind beginnings youth who, if they were considering attending this program in the future, Ella, what, what advice or what, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about maybe doing this program? Be open to learning new things, you know, um, this is a camp, it's all about learning, it's all about the experience of learning, know that, you know, you'll, you'll be doing something that you haven't done before, and depending on your previous experience, and you know, and so on, some things may feel a bit scary at, or intimidating at first, and so with practice, it gets easier, um, no, you know, this camp is also, you know, it's a great way to get inspired, you know, to watch other youth working on the same skills that you are and also to be mentored by some really wonderful people who have, you know, who have been through this, you know, who have learned those skills before. And, you know, I think as those who are, you know, blind or visually impaired, um, I think we all understand that, you know, some things are just going to be a bit more difficult to learn. And so just, um, you know, I think, just the fact that we get to be just the fact that we don't feel so alone, I think makes this experience really worthwhile. Well said. Thank you, Tom. What about you? What would you say to some teens who are considering this program maybe next year? I would say a big fat go to, um, <laughs> like, because I, I really enjoyed this camp. 
like I, uh, it's very um educational and on um, it, um, it had lots of things to on um, offer and i i learned how to make a couple of dishes that i won that i didn't know how to do on um, before camp mm-hmm. and and like on um, we made lasagna which is like a pretty pretty big uh, big but lots of steps to a lasagna recipe that i didn't think i could um, uh, make a lasagna so um i was like oh wow um um i did make it so i i felt really happy that uh, like on um, i got some dishes out of it and um like i took i took all of the recipes home so i could uh, try them at home that's great and um uh, there's definitely some uh, takeaways from this camp. One of the other participants, um, we I was connecting with her last week, and she mentioned that she made uh, she boiled some eggs for the first time, and she she didn't know how, like she just was guessing actually, and she told her mom to stay in the other room, and <laughs> went in the kitchen and figured it out and made herself some hard boiled eggs. I was super impressed. I'm like, so yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah that's awesome um Keisha what about you do you have any any final thoughts or any what would you say to some teens who might be considering this program well I would say like um I would say it's so much fun and it's just such a supportive environment you know we we make it accessible or we, we you know we, we try hard to do so and we we make it fun we're we're a pretty like well, we like to think we're a pretty hilarious bunch. Uh, <laughs> we are hilarious. <laughs> um, but also, you know, it's safe. It's it's supportive. Um, there's a lot of people who really know what they're talking about who are helping support those of you youth who attend. And um, I would just say, you know, don't be ashamed. If you, if you are just starting out, amazing. We can help you so much. And if you've you're you're a little bit versed in cooking but maybe not cleaning or maybe you're versed in cleaning but maybe not cooking there's so much to learn there's so much great uh it's just a great environment i mean i i I, okay maybe i'm just biased but i i would say go (laughs) (laughs) i should say that we had some amazing teachers of the visually impaired and also a mobility instructor that helped out with the camp and we definitely couldn't have done it without them um we were able to actually pair up each participant with an adult in the kitchen, which was fantastic. So there was one-on-one support when we were at the home at kitchen and yeah, it, it, it was our, for our first time, there's definitely some things we could do better next time, but I think it was pretty phenomenal if I do say so myself <laughs> and uh, sounds like Tom and Ella agree. So yep. If you're considering uh, the life skills camp, we hope that you will sign up in the future. We'll definitely run this again. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Tom and Ella, for being here today and sharing about your experience. And thank you for, you know, creating, doing this podcast. And I think also there's some, some advice about just learning life skills sprinkled in there too. So I think it's, it's a really neat episode. Thanks everyone. And thank you, Keisha, for joining me today. My pleasure as always.
and for being part of the program, of course, too. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating, and join us next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted, along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted, along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca. And also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.